if you give extra kisses, you'll get bigger hugs. And maybe even an episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. Distinctions. Scanning for. Santa Claus the movie. 1985. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 101, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. There's also a Patreon link if you would like to be one of our awesome patrons helping fund the show alongside Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Michael Kelso, and a secret patron as well. Also, this episode uh, was sponsored by Katek Ruiz. Thank you so much for helping the show even more, giving us some extra fuel for the reflux capacitor. Turbo Um, power. (laughs) That too. (laughs) My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad designer and don't disagree with dining on Dasher and Donner. Uh, 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 Wait, you want to eat a reindeer? No, I mean, I don't mind. <laughs> I would be open yeah. to eating venison is what I'm trying yes, to say. Yes, I've never had oh. it. I'd be open to eating it. Speaking of which, Arby's is supposed to start serving venison soon. Really? I just saw that the other day. Yeah, I just saw it the other day. Oh, just wow. in time for the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> the most wonderful Merry time Christmas of the year. or season's greetings. Here's Rudolph. Enjoy. Uh, and I predicted that Santa Claus the movie would be a tragic movie. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, co-host, and you know, helper elf, Paul, the master interrupter powers. Hi, Paul. Hi, Francisco. Hey. So, Paul, my trivial question for you is, John Carpenter, of all people, was the first choice to direct this movie. Really? He was turned down by... (laughs) That's a different Santa Claus movie, Eric. Oh, sorry. We'll get to you in a second. Hold on. Um, uh, John Carpenter was turned down by the producers as he wanted a final cut and a chance to do the score as well. His Whoa. choice for Santa, John Carpenter's choice for Santa, would have been uh, Brian Dennehy. Paul, is there any actor from any time that would always be your choice for playing Santa? Um, weirdly enough, this has always been my favorite Santa. What? Uh, really? Yeah, this guy. Uh, David Huddleston. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Awesome. Uh, and what was your prediction for Santa Claus the movie? Even though this is my favorite Santa Claus, I still predicted tragic. Oh, okay. (laughs) Interesting. The plot thickens. And we'd like to welcome to the show for the first time, Eric Purcell. Hi, Eric. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Eric was the one who actually picked this movie because he is the winner of our Instagram contest. Uh, So thank you for uh, doing hashtag HowIRetro on Instagram, which you can still all do. Feel free to do that. Um, Eric, will you, since you're, this is your first time on the show, will you please let us know, uh, first what you do for a living and what is your favorite movie genre? Okay. What I do for a living is I drive trucks all around the country and, oh, cool. uh, I've been to all but five States, wow. um, two wow. of which are really hard to get to, uh, you know, Alaska and Hawaii. And, yeah. uh, so Easy I haven't peasy. been to those two. I've been to those two. And then there's uh, three others in the extreme Northeast, but I've been to every other state. Um, Other than that, my favorite movie genre would be, oh, probably comedies or dramedies somewhere in there. Okay. I'm a big fan of comedies and especially 80s cheesy stuff. Nice. Like Adventures of Babysitting? Uh, Of course. Yeah. Revenge of the Nerds, Weird Science, Ferris Bueller, all that stuff. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, All right. Cool. My trivial question for you is thus. When Patch is viewing, Patch the Elf from this movie, is viewing the BZ Toys display in the New York window, a van painted exactly like one... (laughs) The one on the A team from 1983. Yeah, I saw that. Is I was like on the street behind him. Go I was ahead, like, Paul. "Isn't that the A team van?" <laughs> yep, yep. I was like, "Is that an Easter egg? What is going on?" I, here? I guess so. But um, Eric, my question to you is: What is your favorite '80s TV show? 
Oh, Magnum PI. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, hands down. I my wife, I think she fears ever visiting Hawaii because <laughs> uh, I used to know a guy that lived there, and we were discussing, uh, you know, like if there was somewhere where you could obtain for rent an old Ferrari, mm-hmm. and uh, also I wanted to get the Detroit hat and uh and just rock a really bushy mustache and some of those yeah yeah the shorts all of it and i was going to have my friend uh masquerade as higgins and i was trying to find a tc (laughs) and every and i think my wife now is like never hawaii oh wow that's funny (laughs) but yeah magnum pi i have all of the seasons on dvd so i'm yeah, I know it's ridiculous, but that's I really can't cool, help. though. Awesome, awesome. But your wife can dress up like Gadget from Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers because <laughs> Dale is modeled after Magnum PI. Oh yeah, uh huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, she'll really love that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll change her mind. Yeah. Oh, and Eric, what was your prediction for this movie? Well, interestingly enough, I saw it when I was young, and I actually really liked the movie. Uh-huh. However, I always thought it was odd, and uh, you know, I bought it and played it for my wife years and years ago, and she did not care for this movie, <laughs> and uh, so I have to predict tragic. Oh, okay, that's what oh, I'm going with. Trifecta. All right, let's see if that yeah. poor Santa who picked this movie. Out. Yeah, who picked this movie, Eric? Who picked it? Uh, that was, I unleashed the Kraken. I'm sorry. Honestly, I want to thank you because I've been wanting to watch this movie because it's been a while and I've uh-huh. really been wanting to see if it holds up or not. So thank you for picking it. I don't oh, share that gratitude. Uh, <laughs> let's continue on. Uh, Paul, will you please enter the course for Alice? All right, Alice, let's have a roundtable discussion on Santa Claus, uh, a movie about him, and let's talk about what we like and what we didn't like and give a final rating. And then let's head back for some feedback and announcements. And if you want to know what happened to the rest of the show, stay tuned for that. Yeah, we'll explain it in due time. Uh, Let's see. Thank you so much, Paul. Now, Alice, yeah, whenever you find that target, please let us know. You know, you do your nice alarm thing and, you know. Oh. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Swindle is incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Long ago, in a faraway land of ice and snow, the legend was born and the magic became real. I'm an elf! An elf! Yes! For everyone who believes in him, and for everyone who wants to, Alexander Salkine presents Dudley Moore, John Lithgow, in the movie with the whole legend, the whole adventure, and the magical wonder of Santa Claus, the movie, Seeing is Believing, an Alexander and Ilya Salkine production. Magic is believing, or some such, but is there magic? I thought that was science. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's seen. Seen is believing, apparently. Yeah. But is there any magic to our memories? Like, did we really rem- capture what happened in this movie? Well, let's find out with our memory mind melt synopsis of Santa Claus the movie. I think we find out about the origins of Santa. Santa or Dudley Moore walk into what I think is a rundown stable for the reindeer, shot with what looks like a 70s soap opera camera. Uh, later, the rich girl from Parent Trap 2 and Homeless Boy ride with Santa Claus to fly in the sky around the city. Overzealous and disgruntled Dudley Moore, as an elf leaves the North Pole and teams up with Lord Farquaad, who is a greedy businessman, to create Christmas 2. Arthur and Elf leaves Dad Alien from Third Rock (laughs) on the sun (laughs) and reunites with Santa and saves Christmas despite the crazy, unstable candy cane fuel. Finally, everyone lives happily ever after. Uh, I I think there were elements there that were correct, but I'd say on the whole, that was incepted. Oh, every time that hurts. (laughs) 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 Paul, uh, even though that mind meld and Inception sound may have hurt, uh, was there any pain points in, on the technical production of this movie? Well, let's find out. The Santa Claus, rated PG, came out November 11th, 1994, and stars Tim Allen and 
uh, a bunch of people like uh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Because that's the wrong wasn't, movie, Paul. Wasn't Wilson in it too? I thought there was Wilson, his neighbor. Oh, North I don't Pole know. Neighbor. What was his name? I Wilson. Don't... Wasn't it right, right well, on, you no. know, on the other side of the fence in the north? Yeah, Pole. I know, but what was the actor's name? I can't oh, remember. yeah, I can't remember that. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. This would be the 1985 Santa Claus movie, Paul. Pierre Noel? Okay. Uh, All right. Take two. The Santa Claus. <laughs> no, Pe- no, no, not the Santa oh, Claus. Sorry. <laughs> A wrong one again. Okay. Take three. <laughs> Santa Claus is rated PG, runs an hour and 47 minutes, came out November 27th, 1985, directed by Jenna Schwartz. I don't know how to say that guy's name, first name, but his last name is Schwartz. Anyway, it it, uh, stars Dudley Moore, John Lithgow, David Hiddleston, and uh, some other people you may or may not recognize. And uh, who wrote the, the movie, Paul? Um, let's see. Writers include David Newman, Leslie Newman, and one more credit to the IMDb that I have to click on. That doesn't and matter that- about that extra person because it's interesting. David and Leslie Newman, you may recognize those those names. They actually did the screenplay for Superman 3, which we covered on our very first episode. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash one. Another classic. Uh, oh, no. Oh, oh, maybe that was the first I one. Think, I, I think that may have ended up being an undisputed or a disputed classic. That um, was before we had the classic. That was either thumbs up or thumbs down. Well, no, it was classic or second class. But you oh, and, that's right. and my wife, Chrissy, both voted it classic indisplicably, but <laughs> I believe that happened. Cool, Paul. Uh, how, how did this movie do financially, though? Uh, this movie was made somewhere between thirty and fifty million dollars. We don't know because about twenty million was embezzled. Maybe oh I don't gosh. know. How do you lose twenty million dollars? I don't know. But the box office was only twenty three million, so yeah. almost twenty four million. So they didn't quite make their money. Not so much. Sorry. What about I think answer. they should do is actually, you know, give out toys or candy that makes people fly. Then they might make their money back. Indeed. Indeed, I think so. Or or maybe they just paid everyone in cookies, a la how they pay Santa. So, okay. And they they were able to dodge taxes and stuff that way. Maybe. Yeah. I, I sense a conspiracy here. A Clawspiracy. Santa Clawspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you all love my, my jokes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but let's talk about the things we liked about this movie. And let's start with our guest, Eric. What's one thing you liked about Santa Claus the movie? Let's see. One thing I enjoyed. Hmm. I, you know, I, <laughs> I enjoyed the Christmas music uh, initially. Oh, the, yeah. Um, instrumental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the instrumental, like classic stuff. Mm-hmm. That I enjoyed. So I'll go with that. Yes, Harry Mancini did. I think did a great job with the score of this film. Nice. Um, well, Paul, is there something else you liked? Yeah. At of at first, I thought the reindeer puppetry was done really well. Like the craftsmanship of it, mm-hmm. you can, especially as the film goes on, you can tell it's definitely puppet. Like when they put the close up on, they use. I mean, they use reindeer in the faraway shot, but on the, I thought it was really well created craftsmanship of the puppets, like with the the eyes looked real and everything. Yeah, I me. I I'm right there with you. As at the start of the movie, I didn't know for sure if they were using. I mean, I sort of assumed, given the movements and the action they were getting from these reindeer, I, I was sort of thinking you can't really probably train that to be on cue. But I, I was, I was not sure. Is this a real reindeer? Maybe, yeah, maybe not. I was as the same way as it went on, though. That suspension of disbelief was broken down. But at first, yeah. it was really good. Um, yeah. How did you feel about the reindeer, Eric? Did they seem real to you, or did you know they were yeah. fake for the most part? No, I agree. They were fairly convincing, especially you know for mid '80s film. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought they were pretty cool. I thought that they. Um, 
whoever was behind that did a pretty good job. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, I wish so more I people today were that that well technically making. Yeah. Right. I right. I wish so because CGI. I mean, even though it's gotten better over the years, it still kind of pulls me out of movies because mm-hmm. suddenly I feel like I'm playing a video game. <laughs> and uh, every which also time, means really... that video games are getting better. So that's good. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something I've sort of I've come I've sort of thought about and because uh, yeah this has always been a dilemma of like cg versus practical and something that i've sort of stumbled upon in terms of overall thought is i think that if you're doing inorganic material and i forget if i've shared this on the show or not before but um if you're doing inorganic material cg can be great and it can look very like it can be just real it might as well like be scenery there. Like scenery, yeah, or even a building that's not there. It can be, I mean, you could paint one in and it, I could believe it's there. But organic yeah. material, like be it reindeer or people or something else, you have to have a super wide shot for me to be fooled. And even then, it can be, it's hit or miss. I mean, water's I'm, starting to look really real now. W- water is, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, if it's done right, fire has been looking real for a while now. But um, anyway, this isn't, this isn't the, the visual effects podcast, but uh, I think we're all in agreement that practical, we love and miss the practicality of effects from the eighties. Um, but hopefully it'll come back here soon at some point. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to Eric. What's something else you liked about the movie? Oh, I, uh, I liked that. Uh, Santa became so, uh, conscious about his image when he heard the deal about the bowl full of chili and uh, <laughs> so he like attempts to eat healthy for like one night i think in his um absolutely despising life <laughs> and ready to go back to his uh non-stop diet of cookies i believe so now, did you say bowl full of chili yeah chili. yeah yeah, yeah, I well, jelly, said... yeah. Oh, okay oh, okay Sorry, I may have. Uh, I I haven't had dinner yet, so that probably, <laughs> I tried to flip that way. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, I was like, oh, I'm chilly. Maybe it's that joke I'm just not getting because I don't get a lot of jokes. But uh, okay. Well, That's it's funny. chilly in the North Pole, duh. Oh, we're getting That was actually pretty good. I like that. Um, I like the cut of your jib. Uh, Paul, what's something you liked? I uh, said it before, but I like the actor David Huddleston who mm-hmm. played Santa Claus. Like his, like just his voice alone sounds like a good Santa Claus to me. Like I, I love the that. texture and his tone. It's a lot different than let's say Tim Allen when he becomes Santa Claus. He still sounds like Tim Allen. You That's know? true. <laughs> Can but, uh, you ahead. guys now? I've never, I haven't seen the updated. I think updated is weird to say that now but i think it came out in the late 90s maybe early 2000s the updated miracle on 34th street was that with the guy from jurassic park or is oh, that a different maybe. old guy i saw it once and it I does kind of look like him I, yeah i don't remember either because okay. i saw it when it like first came out okay well then i don't know if i'm just being incepted because they look similar or if it is him but i think he actually uh, the the main uh hammett hammond from jurassic park would make a good santa claus he seems I don't know. I sort of see him or his jovialness, I think, is what sells me on him being Santa a little bit more than the Santa in this Santa Claus. But I, I could see what you're saying, Paul. I'm not. And I can see what you're saying. Oh, good. But I'm going to respectfully, you know, choose agree? someone else. Okay. <laughs> By all means, be respectfully. By the agree. way, that's Richard Attenborough, who did play in Jurassic Park. Okay. Ah. Okay, cool. I'm glad I'm not completely just like out there. He's yeah. he's no, passed I, away since though, hasn't he? Yeah, unfortunately, and when and David Huddleston passed away recently as oh. well. Bummer. Well, oh, we're losing all our too, Santa Clauses. Speaking of someone that's else that, too, oh, go ahead, Eric. I was just saying that's too bad because you know when they do the reboot of this movie, they could have used old Jurassic Park, but <laughs> well, they can with the CG. Yeah, I suppose. Wow. Um, speaking of people that have passed away though. I, I thought it was cool uh, to see uh, Burgess Meredith, who Burgess at first, Burgess yeah. Meredith. I'm not obviously a huge fan, but like I saw this guy, I'm like, why do I recognize him 
so much. And then to find out he was the uh, the trainer for Rocky. And I just recently saw the Rocky movies or oh, a couple okay, of them. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that guy. Okay. Um, yeah, he's but, been a lot of things. Yeah, but he's also his past, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Death, cheese. Well, that's what happens when you review movies 15 or years. I suppose that's true, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, let's see. Let's go back to Eric. What's something else you liked? Oh, something else I liked. Well, oh, boy. Um, hmm. they. I, well, I found this interesting, so I guess I sort of liked it, okay. I guess. But when they were uh, – well, I liked that this was uh, – an origin story for Santa. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the part that caught my attention was when they're making Santa's suit and they're, uh, you know, the guy, the elf says, I've never made an extra large before. Yeah. Well, as a bigger guy myself, I can guarantee that was not an extra large. It yeah. was quite a bit bigger than an extra large. Uh, so that kind of caught my attention. Especially if you're but, starting uh, with elf sizes. Yeah, exactly. So, interesting. Yeah, I didn't catch that, but that's a good point. Well, their sizes that that wasn't a a, a literal size that, and to them back then, you know, yeah. since then, yeah. or oh, maybe fine, us fine. Americans have gotten bigger over the decades. And <laughs> what, well, what it was because th- of this movie. Yeah. It was, yes. It was the McDonald's in this movie prominently featured. Right. <laughs> How dare they? How dare oh, I like they? the McDonald's. In fact, I still have an ornament from the uh, McDonald's Happy Meal from when this movie first came out that has the reindeer. It's a like stuffed, fluffy reindeer from that. You know, I'll go uh, ahead and uh, usually I do this uh, in the middle before our two like and uh, dislike sections. But since you brought up McDonald's, uh, Steve Hamilton uh, said he had a memory of candy canes. And also the McDonald's scene always makes me hungry. And then... Uh, Patch, Patrick Hicks said, Steve, that movie is the reason I crave McDonald's in the wintertime. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was like a McDonald's commercial right in the middle of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. The, for some reason, it was not that memorable to me seeing McDonald's. I'm like, yeah, they're McDonald's, so what? But that's that's, that's funny to me that it, you guys picked up on it so much, and it's apparently a thing to see McDonald's yeah. in this movie. I only did re-watching it. I completely oh, really? forgot that McDonald's was in this movie. Like, uh, uh, you know, watching, and then he's like peering in the window. And I thought, wow, I completely forgot about that. That's uh, funny. Ad, you know, product placement. So, mm. yeah, uh, when that scene came on, I was singing the old jingle. It's a good time for a great taste at McDonald's. <laughs> it did wow. take me back though. We used to, one of our malls in, uh, in town, it uh it used to have a McDonald's in the basement, mm-hmm. and oh, that here. did take me back to it because the old '80s setup for the yeah. McDonald's. The only thing missing was at the one at the mall we had one of the little like merry-go-rounds in there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it had like grimace or whatever. Yeah, on it. the yeah, old yeah. McDonald yeah. Playland setup. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the only thing I didn't see in there. So. Yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to see in the movie. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, well, he wasn't. I don't remember if he's the one who was looking at McDonald's. Maybe it was. Was it Joe, the the boy? boy? Yeah, okay. Joe. Yeah, I was. I was gonna mention. I liked. I liked his character. I. I I thought he played the actor played a scrappy pretty well. So I. Yeah, I. I liked him. I thought he was cheese like. If anyone was a bad actor, that kid was. I'm sorry, but uh, I, I would say Corny was the epitome they of were Corny. Both green. Like they both could use some extra help in that. All right, yeah. all right. But what I I was listening to the commentary and they Oh yeah. They said that they're both uh theater trained, these kids. Oh, and wow. I could see yeah, they they look like they're on stage, you know, like they look oh. like they have Oh, yeah, That's, I could see that. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Do you have something else that you liked, Paul? Yeah. Uh, I thought John Lithgow was perfectly over the top. I just loved watching him and his reactions. 
Well, there you go, Paul. Taking my classic maker because, yes, I completely agree. John Lithgow is totally fun to watch. He's just like, I love just watching him chewing the scenery. It's yes. just great. It's so great. Um, the high point of this movie, at least it was for me. Um, but uh, let's go back to, or Eric, did you enjoy John Lithgow? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. And just uh, for the same reasons Paul said, he was ridiculously over the top. But mm-hmm. for this kind of movie that, uh, you know, was mostly aimed at kids, I'm sure uh, that was just the way I think it needed to be played. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you guys have other things you like or should we get to our classic makers? Or are you ready have for one classic more. makers? Okay. And Eric, how about you? How many more do you have? Um, I can just go to the classic maker. Good call, Paul. Go ahead. I thought the set and the set designs, especially in the beginning, were amazing. Just the the detail of the the North Pole, and even the, at the very beginning, where they they're in that um, Scandinavian house mm-hmm. and the, and with the children in there, mm-hmm. it just looked really like a lot of attention was put into all the details behind it, and I I enjoyed the sets of it. I could see that. I think it, they, yeah. I mean, all the sets I would say looked real. Uh, I, it's just when they're outside and doing like blue screen Superman work that I was like, oh my gosh. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I, I'm I know you're about, not like, talking about that. I'm sets. just commenting. Yeah. I'm yeah. just no, trying to save that part for the later. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, and also with that work, I, is it just me or does it, you know, watching this stuff in high definition? make that a lot more obvious than when we watched it on VHS tapes way yes, back when. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that is, yes. I only saw an SD version of it, so oh, okay. it, 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 it looked bad to me, but... Um, <laughs> so it was still pretty poor. Yeah, probably. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. All right, cool. Then let's go with, uh, Eric, what was the thing you liked most or your classic maker about Santa Claus uh, the movie? Okay. This uh, this is funny because you already brought it up, and this might seem ridiculous because it was such a small part of the film. Okay, but seeing the A team van on the street when <laughs> Hatch first came to the city—that's my classic maker. I I almost jumped up in excitement when I saw that. That's <laughs> so awesome. That's my classic maker for this movie. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Hi, Marks. <laughs> And uh, Paul, what's your classic maker? I thought the way they treated, especially the first part of the movie, the Santa Claus character, is like they really brought honor and class to the character itself. It made it seem like a a fairy tale come to life in a way that was done well. It's not like, oh, some guy fell off a roof and someone else put a coat on him. It's like they really treated the character with the dignity i guess and their reverence yes i suppose but it has nothing to do with the actual like original santa origin story like i think the guy well that's they said they said there's so many different ones across the world that they decided to go with the generic version okay and the coca-cola version yeah yeah and build the fairy tale from that perspective okay all right i guess i'll give them a pass on that yeah. Well, cool, guys. Uh, now, before we get to our the things we didn't like about uh, Santa Claus the movie, <laughs> like there would be any. I, I can't imagine. I can't oh, wait. Um, let's go. We like to go out to social media channels and see what your guys' thoughts on the movies we cover are. So, first from Twitter, we have uh, at Movie Date Night, which is a podcast. If you want to check it out, it's uh, they said if it w- if it has John Lithgow. In it, it automatically holds up. And they had this awesome gif of John Lithgow like standing out of bed and going, acting. (laughs) Nice. Really great. Um, Then from Instagram, Diego, who's uh, Diego Avila 79, said, I know I saw this when I was little, but Dudley Moore is the only memory I have of the film. Wouldn't expect it to be more than a nostalgic. Thank you, Diego. And also thank you, Movie Date Night. Uh, then on Facebook, uh, Danae Berg said, 
All I remember is magic candy cane fuel and an elf on a power trip. <laughs> Thanks, Danae. Uh, Valerie Powers said, I saw it in the theater as a child and loved it. Awesome. Thank you, Valerie. Brian Keating said, I remember my mom renting it one Christmas when it was still a new movie, and I loved it. Years later, I found out that WGN in Chicago usually plays it on Christmas Eve, and I've watched it, and I've watched on there with both my sons. Anyway, sure. it's a pretty imaginative film and fun to watch, even if it's a little odd at times. Always love Santa origin stories, too. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Ryan R. Jackson uh, said, Oh, my. Saw it so long ago. I had forgotten Dudley Moore was in that. I was very young and thought it was boring. I would probably <laughs> think different today. Uh, hold on. Put a pause on that there, Ryan. Um, but thank you for the comment. Then finally, Tim Epoch transitions us into our dislike section by saying, I've only seen this once, way back when it came out. The only thing I remember about it is that I didn't like it. All right. Thank you, Tim. And thank you, everyone who sent us your memories and thoughts about Santa Claus the movie. And now we'd like to share the things we didn't like about this movie. I'll kick us off. Um, if... I mean, and I'll try and maintain some elf control when I go through these things uh, I didn't uh, like. Uh. Oh, yeah, that thing. Maybe I'll keep saying uh, elf jokes over and over again because they're, they're so corny. No, they're fun like maybe twice max, but they go way overboard on them. Oh, they maybe only got it two more times than twice. No, no, no. There's at least, at least a dozen, I'm sure. I, I, I wasn't counting, but it certainly felt that way. Did you have self uh self titles uh <laughs> subtitles on? Elf titles on? Did I have Elf those on? titles on? Um yeah. I don't think actually yes, I did. I did have them on. So I think I noticed them even more. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that was it cuz yeah. I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Did you serve your mind fill in self control or self whatever? <laughs> you yeah. only remember it like two or three times. Okay, no, it was is twenty times, a good twenty times, a good oh, wow. fifty times. They use that joke; it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's something you didn't like about this movie? Well, I kind of agree with Paul on Santa being pretty good, and he's sort of like the highlight of the movie. Uh -huh. However, the kids. The, the acting by the kids really kept pulling me out of the oh, movie. Interesting. Okay. All right. They seemed, for one, just it just seemed so cheesy and fake to me. Oh, and then also, okay. like, the Joe, when he was interacting with Santa, mm -hmm. there were these weird pauses after a lot of the dialogue. And then he would just suddenly, like, exclaim, like, Nito or something, or say something really ridiculous, like, can I really? Mm -hmm. And then immediately follow that up with something completely ridiculous. So yeah, that what I didn't like would probably be the, the kids acting, mm -hmm. unfortunately. You know what? And I'd say that when the kids were playing, um, were sort of antagonized or were not sure what to make of other characters or, uh, well, at least Joe, I should say like, Oh yeah, sure, Santa, you're whatever. Or with when he was upset with um, Patch, I I really liked those moments. I I, I see what you're saying though. When he was in the uh, the sleigh with Santa and like uh -oh. helping. Oh, I'm sorry, I knocked it over or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I those yeah. were a little more. Um, I was gonna say sanguine, but that's totally not the right <laughs> word. Saccharine. They were more saccharine. Yeah. And I so thought, it reminds me of the innocence of kids because I was that I'm still that awkward, honestly. But uh, especially at that age, I could see myself saying that yeah. and being that awkward. Mm -hmm. So to me, it was like, did it pull me out of the movie? Yes. <laughs> did it help the movie? No, but I can't. It felt believable. Say, but on the other hand, it is believable to me. It's a little yeah. too believable. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little too bad. <laughs> I, I, You're watching home videos? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, well, what's something that was awkward to you about the movie, though, Paul? Other okay. than the kid. Some of the 
the sky scenes, especially at the beginning, I thought were really brilliant and had a, and it looked amazing. But as the movie kept progressing, it the sky scenes kept looking more and more flat, along with the, I guess, the blue screen or whatever they use mm-hmm. to to, and it just got worse. And we we mentioned how the the blue screen, like the flying scenes and everything, mm-hmm. were were. It's distracting it's nowadays. Yeah, yeah the, as we yeah. rewatch it now, it it pulls you out. It's like I don't know why, but did you think like that like the stars in the sky were better at the beginning than they were towards the end? Eric, it seemed kind of like it. And yeah. well, and it was interesting though because when they very first started out, and it's you know before he's Santa and it's <laughs> snowing, it almost looked like a painting more than anything to me but it still looked good right but then yeah but then later in the movie when they're flying around new york city it was so subpar yeah it was very yeah it definitely is like oh wow this is bad yeah. uh but yeah uh, yeah it could use a little help the visual effects there could have used a little help yeah take some of that reindeer animatronic money and put it in the visual effects budget no, yeah. no, 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 no. Leave the money there. Oh, get all the money back from the embezzlement and you put that. There you go. There you go. Much like Mannequin. <laughs> or was it Mannequin 2? Mannequin 2 was the one with all the money woes. Wait, I don't remember. I'll have to research that. Yeah, I haven't. Is that a movie or? Yeah, Mannequin. oh yeah. Mannequin 2. Uh, I, I must have been something going around Hollywood at that time. Because there was a huge discrepancy on the budget. Like, mm-hmm. it came out, you know, after Mannequin 1 and looked far worse. Huh. And I think had, like, twice the budget. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. it turned out that uh, one of the guys involved, I guess, uh, ended up getting in a lot of trouble uh, for, um, yeah, filling, lining his pockets with the movie money. So <laughs> wow. It, it makes sense. If you ever watch it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Well, back to Santa Claus the movie, though. Uh, something else I didn't like was uh, when they're... Okay, so they started... forget if they've started Season's Greetings yet um, or whatever <laughs> they're calling it. They start, they start making toys. Like, Santa's there now. Um, they're, sh- they're starting to make toys. And there's this, like... It looks like they're, they're putting gold dust on pots. And I'm like, what is going on here? And... And then oh, you, you mean marijuana? <laughs> yeah, yeah, marijuana. The, yes. oh. Reindeer. And yeah, that's, you find out later that's reindeer food, and I'm like, oh, yeah. So they're it's not like oatmeal or flakes. They're or not making like Christmas that. pot. Well, they're making LSD laced reindeer food. That's great. Oh my god! Didn't they refer You're to mine? it as? I thought they referred to it as edibles. So maybe you were on to something. Well, whatever it is, did you see <laughs> how the reindeer kidding. reacted when they yes. took it? Oh my yes. gosh, they were so <laughs> tripping. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was odd too. I, and the funniest part about that was here's n- new Santa and new Mrs. Claus, and th- she's like so happy about it. I would think they'd be freaking out, like, right. "What have you done to our reindeer?" <laughs> and they just exactly they've, they've taken care of them so much at this point that they trust. That they trust them. them. That, yeah, yeah. So when the reindeers go into convulsions and start having seizures, they're like. Oh, this must be cool. <laughs> I think I would fear a Twilight Zone-like scenario where the cookbook was how to eat humans or how to eat meat or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think I'd be a little leery still. They're like, oh, they're just fatting, you know, getting us nice and fat to eat us now. And- right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but we'll come back to uh, San- how Santa Claus treated his reindeer later, I think. Um, but let's go back to Paul with something else you don't like. Um, I enjoyed the, uh, like we said, the, the score, but as soon as it got to the, the new, the modern age, they started having all the songs with vocals and everything. And I thought it was way worse. They should have kept it all instrumental. Yeah. Well, what did you think about that, Eric? Uh, he just took one of my things that oh. I had that on the new the the new Christmas music. I was like, oh, they should have stuck with the classic stuff that was just instrumental because that was brilliant. Yeah. But the 
the new stuff, yeah, the oh, it, it also kind of really put it like dated it. Like yes, the old stuff is yes. fine; it's timeless. Uh-huh. So when they got into that new stuff, is like oh, stop. Yeah, it's just stop. It's almost it's like oh yeah, I'm totally watching this Christmas movie. That's cool. Oh wait, I'm I I'm watching an '80s movie now. Great, <laughs> great. I'm glad I'm watching an '80s. Movie. Not not the '80s movies are inherently bad, but it's just yeah, like you guys, it pulls you out of the movie and uh, dates mm-hmm. it instantly. Um, what's something else you didn't like, Eric? Okay, uh, Cornelia. <laughs> the name is interesting enough, but the nickname Corny. All I could think about was Nancy Kerrigan when she uh, was at the <laughs> Disney park in the parade and she got in trouble for saying this is so corny. That's all I could think about every time they anybody brought oh, up. Oh, wow. Corny. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting so, that cool. you had this association because whenever when they said Cornelia, I immediately thought Cordelia from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> 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 um. So odd how brains work sometimes. What did well, you think about? Oh, go ahead, Eric. Oh, and I was just going to say, wasn't it uh, Cornelius in Planet of the Apes? Or am I crazy on that one? I've you never, right? I've never seen Planet Cause of the I, Apes. Because it was also, I've seen it a long time ago, and it kept making me think of Planet of the Apes for some reason, too. Oh, so. funny. I thought it was a nice change from an, uh, an average name. <laughs> you, you don't hear that name often these days. Oh, that's oh, true. That's nice. Um, all right. Well, cool. Uh, let's go back to Paul. All right. This is almost my classic make or my tragic make. Oh, wow. Okay. So and it might be one of yours. But I, yeah, I have something like that's the borderline. super duper looper. Yes. 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 <laughs> Okay, you can just fly under them and catch them. Why do you have to go and make a big loop about it all? Thank you, you know? Paul. Yep. That is exactly I... my tragic maker. Oh my gosh! Is <laughs> oh oh my gosh! They're going to explode. Let's waste precious seconds to go under them where they could have fallen and come into the sleigh to go over them again. It's just like uh-huh. oh. My gosh. I like the idea of the buildup before. It's like, oh, let's try it at the beginning. And, oh, I get, you know, the reindeer get vertigo and it's too scared. Can't do it. But, oh, you know, here's a climax and a finale. Let's see if they can do it. That's fine. But have it make sense. Yeah. Have it be meaningful. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But the problem is you can't make it. But these are the same people who also wrote that Superman can fly around the earth backwards to reverse time. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Though you've told yeah. me that that's actually that's not what he's doing, right? We had that no, whole discussion. No. Yes, long yes, ago, yes. But. He's not actually turning the Earth. He's actually going so fast around the Earth that he's that going he's back in time. Going back in time. Yeah. Wow. Right. But he's decided to save Lois and destroy the whole village by you know with the dam blowing up anyway. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought that's a great ending. Well, not everyone. People <laughs> just kind of turned a blind eye to it. But anyway. Oh, they're fine over there. I think these guys, these writers, have a problem with their climax. That's all. Yes. What, what you're saying yeah. is they can't think fourth dimensionally. Yeah, they have a problem. Or three dimensionally, apparently, with the super yeah. duper thing. Um, yeah. Super looper. Uh So, Eric, was that your tragic maker as well? You seem pretty, it, like, it on was, board, but was in fact i'll read what i wrote yeah yeah go for it i wrote the super duper looper completely unnecessary Mm -hmm. that was what i put down so yeah i'm way on board with that but i'll come up with another tragic oh you don't you don't have to but no 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 this is fine because and maybe (laughs) i'm the only person that this bothered okay but when what they were, were eighteen, we're not there. Parked so close oh, okay, sorry. that other car, it just bugged. Oh, me. That <laughs> other car couldn't get out without running into the eighteen van. Wow! Jeez, Paul, just spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, okay. If we're waiting, I, I have I have a few more uh, things okay. I didn't like. I'd like to get through. Paul, did you? Paul and Eric? Did no, you I have, just have my tragic maker left. So okay. go for it. Did you have other ones though, Eric? Or you're good for your tragic maker? Oh, I'll just. I, I'm good for the tragic maker. Okay, then look at this. The these things off my chest guys so there are several confusing elements to this movie oh really uh, you put that much thought into it so 
the elves get up and start working, they're they don't change or anything. They're they're just working their pajamas. Is that what we're led to believe? Well, Mister and Mrs. Claus wore the same outfit for hundreds and maybe even thousands of years. But there, I mean, you can I can imagine that they take a bath every so often or change. There's different suits in their closet. These guys, you see them get up and go right to work. There's no changing. They're just like oh, yeah. marching right in. Um, all right, no, that's so, a good point. and if they have this huge backlog of toys that they've been working on since who knows how long, waiting for Santa, why are they still, why are they making toys the, right before this first season's greetings? And what is <laughs> season's greetings? Is that Christmas? It's the holiday is that something season. else? It's the but, holidays. What? Holiday it season. Made- when they started shaking hands and saying season's greetings, it actually made me think of mass. And when you say like, peace be with you and uh, also with you, that's what I thought of okay. exactly when they started doing that. I was like, I don't know what the season's greetings is, but it reminds me of mass. I so. mean, I know, I mean, Christmas, I think is a, is a, what's it called where you put two words together? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, uh, a portmanteau, portmanteau. Of uh, Christ and Mass, Mass. Uh-huh. Let me talk, say say Mass like that. Christ and Mass. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that actually makes like makes a lot of sense. That that I have no experience with that. So, thank you for enlightening me, Eric. I appreciate that. But that doesn't explain the next thing. If uh, Patch's toys are missing a bunch of screws in his little like factory dealy thing. How do they all they magically stay together until they get to the <laughs> yes. kids and ride them? What is yeah. that about? I think they would see oh wheels hanging off of these elf glue. They They're, didn't show that part. <laughs> elf glue. Uh huh. Yeah. In fact, not only were they missing uh, many screws, they were missing like all of them on the ones. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and finally, the last confusing thing, which actually led into my tragic maker, but which was the super duper stupider looper. Uh, but okay. And this sort of, uh, stick with me a little bit at the beginning. Santa is pushing Donner and Blitzen. Is that the other, his actual, his, uh, reindeer? Yes. Donner yes. Blitzen? Like yep. to the point of death where I'm thinking, Oh, well, are they going to like totally, uh, Luke Skywalker lightsaber them and get inside <laughs> to stay warm. Um, so he's willing to do that to his reindeer. And then he expects Donner to just trust him when Santa's going to push him um, to do this super duper looper thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. he's Of course he's going to do it. He trusts me. No, he's not going to trust you. You got him to the point of death. What do you mean yeah. got to the point of death? Because he was like running a fever or they were sick? No, they, no, they no, were going to no. freeze but there at the beginning on, if the, the elves didn't come in oh, and get him. Oh, at the beginning. Just keep going. I, on the next hill, I, that's where food yeah, is. Just keep going. To, he's trying to motivate him because if they stop, they'll freeze to death. No, you need to stop and build a little shelter Han Solo style around yourself. Santa? No, you can't. There's oh. no shelter there. Han Solo did it. Oh, my god! A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I saw it. He didn't build a shelter. He cut open a tauntaun. Well, no, but then he built a shelter also. He says, I'll keep you warm. I can get a shelter built. All right. Yes, I win. <laughs> well, it didn't make any sense at all why he, why they left the other people's house. Like, why, if it's that bad of a storm, why wouldn't you just stay the night? Well, I mean. <laughs> because I think, they didn't know. it come, Storms can come up really yeah, quick. Yeah, no, they did. They did know because they said, I don't think they're going to make it this year. It's yeah. really bad. Even his reindeer. I mean, can't I think, make yeah, but it. they made it other times. So they figured they could do it. And you I know, think they're it. trying to set the stage for like, this guy he's is so, this is his fate. <laughs> no. Well, he's just such an amazing giving person that of course, this is the guy that you want to become Santa. It's like, Oh, well then if he's willing to die to send these toys, then he's the right person to live forever. There Sounds you go. Horrible, but okay. Um, <laughs> it's not horrible. It's nice to live well, forever on for Earth is that, not nice, but okay. Yeah, he was gonna let his wife freeze to death, but it's Blitzer uh, <laughs> and Donner, right? Well, he did yeah. too. So you all can tell. Oh, yeah. Happy family. Oh, he's wow. like, hey, we're all in this boat together. Exactly. Welcome yeah. to the Titanic. It's it's Donner. Oh, it's the Donner party. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. you go. Um, all right, guys. Uh, so I think. Uh, 
Eric, what is Eric and Paul? What are your tragic makers? So let's start with uh, Eric first. All right. Since the super duper looper is out, uh, I'm going to go with um, at the during the McDonald's scene. Oh, what no. was with the weird eating sounds? Like every time someone took a bite of a burger or a nugget, it was so disgusting. Oh, really? I did not notice. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Oh, I didn't notice either. I was wearing headphones watching oh, it on my probably phone. Do it. Yeah. And it, oh, it was awful. It was like a horror show. It really <laughs> was bad. I was like, stop this scene. Why Please would McDonald's even want this? This is terrible. But yeah, so that's my new tragic maker. <laughs> nice. Well played. And Paul, what is the thing you hate most about Santa Claus the movie? Okay, I liked this movie in f- up into the part till they started the montage of like going through the years and you know with the the music with the vocals Doesn't that and everything. Happen pretty early on. No, yeah. I'd say a good third of the movie is them establishing Santa Claus. I'd say at first. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but for some reason, beyond that first third, uh-huh. it gets really bad, like worse and worse. Oh. And I don't know how to describe it, but it, well, like if ahead, you man. could just take the first third of the movie and make the whole movie about him becoming Santa Claus. And in fact, the director said that's what he liked most about the movie was the, the beginning. And even Dudley Moore, who was assigned to this project, even before the director got on, said they, they all liked the beginning the most. And that's what drew him to the project. Mm. And, but they said there wasn't enough drama there to make a full movie out of it. And I wish that they had found that because as soon as you get away from it, it just, Begins to fall apart. I guess they need Christopher Nolan to do this. Santa Claus begins. Where is he? <laughs> Where's the trigger? <laughs> I don't want to see. I gotta that. get these presents to the kids. Oh, now, now you've put the idea out there. It's going to happen. <laughs> but you it's know what? Paul, not he, the Santa Claus we need, but it's the Santa Claus we deserve. Exactly. <laughs> That's an excellent point, though. I didn't think about how if it did sort of stay as this origin story and actually flesh that out a lot more, that yeah. I that I would have been more interested in that, and it would have been more of a time or uh, a time a, a period piece almost. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think that would have actually been a lot more winning than what they ended up doing. Yeah, which is it would have been a Santa Claus movie, not a. a I don't know what this... How do you describe this movie? I mean, just sort of origin of Santa and then Santa through the years. All right, this is and an then, elf elf uh, actually, identity crisis? You, you know I don't what? know. Thank you, Paul. And highly volatile I, candy canes. Well, you know what? I forgot, I forgot to mention this and put this down, but do you think this is some sort of commentary? And Paul, maybe, maybe the director's commentary mentioned this, but the movie, this, like, this... Uh, the last two thirds of the movie is a commentary on like industrialization or like the loss very of craftsmanship he, or something. It, it's it's the law. He said it's the loss of innocence. Mm. Uh, okay, I, I guess I could yeah, see that where everything so, is becoming more greed and everything yeah. is becoming more oh, um, oh, oh, like oh. industrial, but it's it's losing the the personal touch and the craftsmanship it's losing the the, the heart, heart. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah funny that well, they right they... away when you first see joe there's that santa ringing you know bell ringing oh, yeah. and then you so see sad. that he's snatching the money and drinking right? yeah yeah uh, so. so that's that's yeah the director did say it's it's basically a commentary on the loss of innocence okay but i still think you could have done innocence. something like that in the old time with like kids like lose I don't know if you I would you leave know. it alone and just focus on this origin of Santa. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> well, the, through yeah. the ages there's always been people complaining about the loss of innocence. Yeah. Right. If you yeah. look back and look at things. So you could still do an origin story and still even have it go along those lines mm-hmm, mm-hmm. without entering nineteen eighties. Exactly. So. Maybe. 
but, but anyway. But anyway, I thought that we ventured all our trajectories into the fine computer. Alice, do you have a fine solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Do we rate Santa Claus the movie a classic we'd recommend anyone go out and see this whether you've seen it before or not a nostalgic we'd only recommend you rewatch this movie probably not worth seeing if it's your first time or a tragic we'd recommend no one watch or rewatch this movie if you have good memories of it just leave those memories alone you're not going to do yourself any favors by rewatching it uh let's begin with our guest eric how do you rate santa claus the movie oh well like i said um, when I was a kid, I actually loved this movie, and I uh, I watched it almost every year. Oh wow! And yeah, up until oh I don't know about twelve years ago, and then uh, and then I hadn't watched it since. Um, uh, definitely, I can't go classic at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the origin story is strong, and I. I didn't completely despise this movie, mm-hmm. um, but I think that it's mostly because of that childhood love for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to lean with nostalgic. Um, I definitely fair. don't think somebody new to it would enjoy it. My wife uh, definitely didn't enjoy it and she was <laughs> new to it. So yeah, I couldn't. I, I Yeah, no, I'll go nostalgic. All right. Thank you, Eric. Paul, what say you? I think some, if you haven't seen this, um, if you're in for a slow-moving Santa origin story, watch Mm -hmm. the first third. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going to, I like this movie as a kid too, but it's hard to watch as an adult. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to rate it nostalgic in the caveat that you watch it every 10 to 20 years. Okay, (laughs) all right. Yes, not every five years. That's still too close together. <laughs> That's fair. Or maybe do what like Brian did. Watch it with your kids. That might give an extra level of enjoyment or something like that. Yeah, even then sparingly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm surprised by you guys because, you know, Santa Claus is a classic character, but this movie is tragic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had no idea you were going that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I. There, there are certainly some some nice parts of this movie, but overall, yeah, it's hard for me to stay awake through it. I, I was like, like actually, literally standing on my feet, jump, like hopping, not like really hopping, but you know, sort of rocking on my feet get the just blood to, to keep you awake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like, come on. Oh, come on. Ten more minutes. Oh my gosh, I think I can do it. Okay, you can do it for just a little bit longer. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was not fun, uh, but them was the breaks. Uh, regardless, though, of my reign, the Retro Rewind podcast rates Santa Claus the movie a disputed nostalgic movie so probably similar to what paul said go see this again maybe every so often but maybe not a regular occurrence uh, especially if you liked it as a kid like paul and eric uh so we've just reached our last nav point and the end of the episode is that the omega nav point almost the omega nav point uh but, but we're not, not quite <laughs> not quite omega <laughs> But we're not quite there. Uh, much like a level in Star Fox or Super Mario World, if you ever played those, there's Are bonus there content no. there to no. discover. Uh, you don't need a cheat code or anything like that, though. You just become just become one of our patrons on Patreon uh, for as little as $1 an episode, and you'll get access to our bonus stage content. That's what we're calling it, which will include new tubes, 1.21 game watts, pre- and post-show outtakes, uh, we also have some current movie reviews. We have some uh, commentary. Uh, so lots of bonus content that you can have just by becoming one of our patrons. Uh, now, though, we're going to end with our feedback and announcements. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. First off, want to always mention... 
go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash CastYourVote. There you can vote on the movies we cover. We're going to finally get back to the movies you voted to long ago. We took sort of a hiatus <laughs> from that for a good stretch of four movies, I think. But we're going to finally get back to covering the next, well, Paul will say the next movie. But uh, coming up after that will be, I think, Jaws and Sneakers, Boy Who Could Fly. Lots of the ones you actually voted on. Um, then, uh, I also, we also have some feedback, so going to read that first. We have feedback from, we have a new iTunes review, uh, All right. from actually one of our recent patrons patch. So, uh, this is titled such a fun podcast, five stars. Uh, as a listener of the show, I find myself saying me too in my head all the time. I hear their commentary on some of my favorite old films and games. It's, oh, me too. <laughs> it's so much me fun. Three. Oh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, it's so much fun to be a participant, even if it is after the fact, and listen to the guys who share the same love for the retro enter- entertainment that engulfed me as a child. My favorite parts of the show are hearing how their views may or may not change from their initial predictions of whether something is a classic, nostalgic, or tragic. If you want to relive the past, find a DeLorean somewhere. If you want to, if you want a fun time engaging in discussions about the past, check these guys out. Thank you nice. so much for the for that patch. That was an awesome review. Um, then from Facebook, we have a few uh, uh, comments. First, uh, Deb Powers uh, was commenting to uh, this was supposed to be in our 100th episode, but it didn't quite make it by record time. Uh, she wanted, we were just asking for your favorite things about the show. And uh, Deb said, my favorite episodes are all those with Paul Powers, Josh Powers, Valerie Powers, or Sharon Powers. So pretty much all of them. Ha ha ha. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. So thank you for that, Deb. Uh, then regarding our last episode 100 on GoldenEye, uh, Ryan Jackson said, cool, can't wait to check it out. As far as the game goes, I'm pretty sure it was the only reason the N64 was created. <laughs> Mario nice. Kart. Oh, and, well, yeah, there's, it wasn't the only reason, Eric. I think he's being <laughs> a little cheeky there. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. Well, there's two reasons. Okay, there you go. Um, what about Wave Race 64, guys? Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so thank you, Ryan. And then uh, Patrick Hicks one more time said, "Yay for radio drama styles!" Yeah, and if you if you listen to the last episode, we do uh, our whole intro is sort of radio drama esque. So hope, hope you enjoy that. Uh, finally, from Twitter, we got uh, uh, some p- feedback from at Saving the Game, which is a podcast you can check out. They cover. Uh, role-playing games and tabletop games uh, with Christian themes. And so here's what they said. Uh, No, but seriously, you should have the Retro Rewind podcast in your podcatcher at all times. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. Um, Also, we should do a crossover at some point. So we're we're in talks with them and hopefully doing a crossover at some point. Uh, Now, if you'd like to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, the best places to do it are in the comments section of our show notes page. Again, this is RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 101. Uh, or you can also go to our Facebook group, uh, which you can join by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash group. Now, before we get to NavPoint Omega, Paul, will you please uh, save my voice a little bit here? Sure. Sing for me, and I'll capture it in this jar. No? All right, never mind. All right. Little Mermaid? There we go. Someone got it. All right. Next time, we will be rewinding back to the year 1992 for Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party time. (laughs) But until then, you can find us on theretrojunkies.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or however you're listening to us now. Keep doing that. And then uh, you can support us through Patreon and PayPal. You can follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. And, uh, but, uh, you can also specifically find us on retrorewindpodcast.com. But if you like me, Paul J powers, you can go to my webpage, Paul J powers to find all my social media links where you can contact me there. 
Awesome. And thank you so much, Paul. You're an awesome friend, awesome co-host. Oh, thank you. Um, Same I, with you. I'm not co-host. I'm the captain well, of the ship. No, I am. You are hosting, co-hosting. It's true. Right? I was just I was, I was my, having an ego trip right there. Yes. Oh, Captain, my captain. I am <laughs> equal to you in co-hosting duties, indeed. Um, right. But I, I totally appreciate you, Paul. Um, sure. Hopefully one day you'll be my uh, elf helper, though I guess you'd probably be Santa and I'd be the elf helper. Depends on how tall you get. Yeah, because I'm still growing, but not yeah. vertically. No? Um, oh. <laughs> so, well, he is a Flintstone kid, right? <laughs> 10 million strong. Oh my God. And, and growing. growing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Taking me back, guys. Um, and <laughs> so I'd like to thank you, Eric, also for taking me back. Thanks for uh, j- coming on the show for the first time. It's awesome to have you. Uh, where can our listeners find you online? And is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, yeah, I, they can find me on Twitter at Crazy Fingerhead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't really have anything to promote. All right. Well, thank you nonetheless for being on the show, Eric. It's awesome having yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Yep, uh, thank and, you guys, and thank you for submitting to the Instagram contest. It's nice to get yeah. Some congratulations. Yes, yes. Indeed, congratulations. Uh, I was very excited because <laughs> I uh, I was like, this movie's never going to get covered otherwise. <laughs> and <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, it was pretty close to the bottom of the list, and uh, so I was really excited. I was like, yes, Santa Claus is coming. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you, if you listener would like to uh, actually have a hand in picking, uh, possibly picking uh, a movie, whether it's from the bottom or the top, one of our uh, reward levels for Patreon will enable you to. Will every quarter we're going to randomly pick one of our patrons to pick individually the movie we cover so um, we'll be on the lookout for that uh power to the people trying to uh all right you can find me francisco on twitter i'm at fxruizx and i want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer you can check out my portfolio at fxrdesign.com uh i want to thank you though most of all listener for subscribing, supporting, and sharing the podcast. Um, I pray that whatever your day has been looking like, that you'll at least get a smile from listening to this episode and that will it will have brightened your day. Um, but like a Pokemon trainer, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Hey Francisco. Yes, uh, how much how much are we charging for these episodes? The bonus ones? No, the normal ones. Uh, we're they're free, Paul. For free? <laughs> <laughs> 